Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Howdy there, Erpers. Today we are talking about episode 12 and 13, the finale of Winona Erp. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's up, Erpers? Uh, if we're a little crazy right now, because we're trying to lock down some exciting stuff for you, and one of the big things is... We have the comic books! Ah! We're going to talk more about that in a second. Anyways, welcome to the Winona Herb After Show. My name is Carrie Lane, and today we're talking about episode 12 and 13, and it's uh, the finale. And I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Amber. Yes. Introduce yourself, lady. Thank you so much for joining us in this entire season one journey retroactively. My name is Amber Plaster. You guys can tweet at me and follow me on Instagram at Amber Plaster. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. I am so excited about the graphic novels that one of our yes. uh, guests on AfterBuzz TV, Bo Smith, you, actually Bo. sent to us at the studio here. So excited. I am going to eat this up, and yes. we will be definitely Instagramming about this later. Yes. And congratulations, Bo and Tim, for your brand new comic book. Uh, super excited to read that one as well as now. It, I think it would be fascinating to read the comic book after watching the show and kind of doing a um, fa- uh, fiction to film and seeing how they transitioned it. Most definitely, yeah. And um, so let's get started with episode 12. Ooh, and the 12... chat is saying your hair is on point, hair porn. Oh, thank you guys. My hair is a little cray-cray. I was trying to do my Winona Earp curls, and um, I ran out of big rollers, and so I did small ones, and my hair is very receptive to foam rollers, and it's like, boom <laughs> It's like uh, Shirley Temple curls, <laughs> and uh, I was trying to take It's kind of cool, because her blue streaks in her hair, for those of you listening on the podcast, okay. are coming up? through in a really, Yay! like rock star way right now i'm having it i'm gonna let you be in charge of the chat because i'm trying to great i'm on it don't you worry about it yes Yes, hair porn most excellent oh my goodness okay (laughs) so we're just gonna get right into it and then i don't want to promise anything but we might have something really cool or at least we've tried i just want you to know that to know that okay so that's i'm I'm not not paying attention to you i'm just trying to here's the wonderful thing about you guys in this show is that yes you guys made this show happen at after buzz we're covering a show that's happening ret- retroactively, and so because of the success of you guys sharing this after show, and of course Winona Earp, we were able to reach out to the cast and the crew and have successful discussions with them. Whether or not we will be able to get them on the show um, currently is only because they're filming. Yes, it's super exciting. They're up in Calgary in Canada, and so I'm like, oh my goodness. And now after fi- finishing season one, I'm like, <gasps> is season two ready yet? Is it ready yet? Is it ready? <laughs> is it ready? Is it ready? Yeah. Is it ready? So, um, if there's any complications with having guests on the show, it's only because they're busy making season two, know. which we do not want to interrupt. Yes. But they do want to chat. Yeah. So, maybe. Uh, so, let's jump into this episode 12 while we're waiting to hopefully connect to something. All right. So, we have uh, Willa and Winona and Terry and the Revenant and the Killam, and that was kind of the surge. And we talked a tiny bit about it last week. But uh, then we got Willa does not like being told what to do, which we covered that last week, and that. 
And after episode 13, that biatch does not like being told what to do. Which is understandable. She's had yes. a terrible life. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're going to just blaze her kind of house. Um, we have the hot, Waverly and hot, and then Willa is being a super rude. And uh, Coconut. Oh my gosh, guys. <gasps> Hello, sir. Hey, Tim. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I, I called you. I, did, I, did I interrupt? No, you are perfect, sir. Uh, so, guys, we have the one and only Doc Holiday on Skype with us. Woohoo! How's it going there? It's going good. I'm getting picked up in about uh, 20 minutes. We will, we will not interrupt your filming because we want to see season two. So you yes. do what you need to do. <laughs> you hear the doorbell knock and you just log off. We will, we will have you for a, however long we can have you. We're so glad to have you there, on the show. Yes, here's my, here's my sneak peek. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Well, I don't know. You know, you, Skype's on your phone. You could take it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Wi-Fi. This is, this is a secret script. Oh, boy. Oh. I can show you. Can you tell us the episode title? I'm, I would never say anything. I'm not dealing with the wrath of Emily Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we, we've heard it's absolutely freezing up there, and I love all your tweets as well, the other actors. So uh, how's the weather going? Hello? Yes. I was going to say, we have some connection stuff. So I was going to say, it's freezing up there. Yeah, I've seen your tweets about how cold it is. Oh, no. Connection. Might be losing a little bit yeah. of connection for him there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we have him for a bit. Hopefully, he'll reconnect, guys, because he was saying um, he was super nice of uh, re- uh, connecting with us, but he did say that he wasn't sure on the internet connection. But we are super excited to at least say hello. Yeah. And uh, there's going to go film, which is super exciting, too. Yeah. Knowing that. All right, we're going to keep going with the episode while they re- try I f- to connect. I feel like Winona Earp almost has the same fandom of uh, Game of Thrones where people are like, don't interrupt it, don't let it stop filming. Whatever <laughs> whatever we need yeah. to do to encourage George R.R. R. Martin to get back to it, like we right. will not stop them from filming, yes. so don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we got him. Maybe we can see maybe. you. Let's see if we can hear you, Tim. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. <laughs> <laughs> um, my internet where I am is not great. I see that you're in the wilderness. It's okay. We appreciate that you are connected to the best of your abilities there. Okay. So, um, I guess a quick question I guess I had for the finale. You had some crazy stunts going on. What was that experience like? Uh, you know, uh, stunts is, uh, Shamir loves doing stunts. <laughs> had a stunt double for a couple of things for safety reasons and other reasons and I actually didn't I, so I actually did all my own stuff so for a guy who hated stunts I really did everything uh, Whoa. what so, that's awesome yeah, it was pretty fun so once I get there I'm kind of like yeah let's just do it um, so then like the big fight with Shamir at 8 was amazing and then in 13 there was the grenade yep uh, are we? Am I spoiling anything? No, like, you're what? good. No. That, was, that was what I was specifically thinking about, actually. Yeah. yeah so there was the grenade, but it was actually Mikey Eklund's uh, stunt double that went the furthest. That guy flew. <laughs> yeah. So, and it was just kind of like gurneys with wires, and we just like this thing with the tennis ball in the middle, and then we, we flew uh, both opposite ways, and it was, it was amazing. Wow. 
Now, did you have to have firearm experience when they were looking for you in, in casting this? Because your uh, gunsmanship, I guess I'll say, is, of course, <laughs> extraordinary on the show. I'm wondering if you had an mm-hmm. experience with firearms before the show. Um, I, I had had firearms experience, actually, in Calgary, is oh. where I first learned. Um, and it was like I was doing a space movie, so, uh, and we had these, we were actually using these Tar 21 Israeli assault rifles. And I did a lot of uh, gun training with that, and then um, they brought me out to the range for like two weeks, just using that, and then of course using like all kinds of pistols or whatever. So um, when when I got the part, they asked me if I had any gun training. I said yeah, just in Calgary, and then I said gun range, and then they happened to be with those guys. Oh, so very cool, same gun club. Yeah, and then I actually I I ordered a replica of Doc's that gun, the Cold Thunderer, when I got the car, because like, he's an iconic gunslinger, right? Yeah. yeah. Gun so it was really important for me to be able to be really comfortable with guns on and off. Uh, other than that, on set, I, I trained, so I know how to load a gun and fire a weapon, but other than that, I'm, like, I'm not shooting guns, maybe it's like, online. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I ordered this replica, and I just practiced, like, spitting it, and like trying to put it well, the belt that was supposed to come in next to me. Uh, so I didn't have the belt, which kind of sucked. But I had this replica gun, and I was trying to learn the spinning moves, and I would stick it in like my boxers. And I was walking around doing this thing for weeks, just. And then when I got <laughs> the set, of course, and I met the prop master and the gun guy, he, I said, "Oh, here." And then he gave me the gun. Of course, it was like five pounds heavier than right. the replica. Gun. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, you know, because Doc with the stuff, like, he would never do that. No spinning crap, lose that, and Aww. it was just pretty much how to draw quick and fire. Uh, and then the only sense. we actually used the spin once, uh, just because we had a director who thought it was super cool. And I, I kind of told him, like, hey, listen, man, they didn't really shoot, like, they really spin them, because that's what the gun guy told me, and I wanted to play into what I was talking about. Um, but we ended up spinning it. I can't remember what scene it was. I think I was in the construction yard with Bobo right before I dress up in the construction gear. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was, but I'm pretty sure I spun it once uh, after I walked away from Bobo. Uh, and I think it made the movie. Well, I mean, there's not real devils in the world either, so I think that everyone on the show enjoys seeing your, your gunsmanship, even if mm-hmm. it isn't real true to Doc Holliday. Yeah. Well, you know what? Every time I fire, or even Mel or Dom or pretty much anybody fired, we fired live ammo. Oh, wow. Uh, it's not like, I mean, uh, blanks, but we were firing. Like, these are real guns, right? I'm yeah. Not, I'm not allowed to walk around with that gun. I'm not allowed to take it home. It's a real, <laughs> you know, it's a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they fire uh, blanks. They, we really fired. It was pretty cool. Now, uh, I-, I remember when we all got together, mm-hmm. and I went to the gun range with Shamir and Dom, he's like John Wick. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing because we got to pick whatever guns we wanted. I, of course, chose the freaking my revolver because I wanted to be true to Doc. Uh, Shamir shot everything from a sniper rifle to uh, assault rifles, and Dom took the shotgun. So one of the first times I ever met Dominique, uh, she was shooting a shotgun next to me. It was pretty <laughs> awesome. She was pretty badass with her little British accent. Just holy schnikes, mate! Bam. <laughs> well, she opens up her 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 entrance on uh, White on Earth, I believe. Yeah, is, with is a shotgun. shotgun. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh yeah. That's her true. little tiny body with like a shotgun yeah. just about as big as she is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Now, I got a random question for you. Uh, our, we have a live chat where people are watching this live, and they are rather impressed and happy to see your glorious mustache. <laughs> um, I tried hiding it. I was going to hide it on Twitter. And, of course, uh, Shamir Anderson filmed me and put up a, a like a two-second thing of him and I, I don't know, when I didn't even know we were being filmed. And, of course, my mustache was there, so it's done. I was going to do the whole Chris Pratt with... Uh, Jennifer Lawrence not putting her in there. Ah. I was going like, <laughs> yeah. to do that with my mustache. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> he spoiled it for you. Aww. Yeah, Shamir. <laughs> and what has been one of your favorite things for working on this awesome television show? I don't think there's been a favorite. Um, Top three. Every like every day on set is just uh, it's wonderful. This is one of those really really lucky um, casts where we all kind of get along. Like I could be in a scene like working wise, I could be in a scene with Dom and it's going to be super great. I could be in a scene with Mel and it's going to be super great. Shamir and I had too much fun, uh, and I really got along with Michael Eklund. Um, so probably. Top three, number one would be my first day working with Michael Eklund and meeting him. And it was literally within five meeting minutes of meeting him. He was stepping on my head in that scene where we first meet. And he's literally stepping on my head and he puts like a, a cigarette down the barrel of my gun. Mm. That was all Michael made all that up. He's like, I think I should like step on his head. And, <laughs> you know, put the cigarette out inside his gun. What do you think? And of course, the director's like, yeah, it sounds great. And I'm like, all right, perfect. <laughs> So, um, you know, the first five minutes of, of meeting Mikey, he was, like, stepping on my head. Um, second favorite would be um, the fight scene with Shamir in episode eight, uh, just because there was so much. That day was just magical. All the people, the extras and people there gave so much energy. And me and Shamir, really, we had, like, the day before we practiced and trained this thing because we just didn't have time. We were so invested in the in filming. And uh, we, we filmed this great thing, and it, it just looks so amazing. And so many people came together, uh, cast and crew, to make this amazing thing. Uh, and I was really proud. Because like I said, I don't, I'm not crazy about stunts. It's not like I don't want to be an action hero, you know. So uh, I was really proud that I, I got to do all my own stunts and, uh, and do it. And then uh, my third favorite, and probably number one, would be, well, last year, but I'll say this year, was just uh, sitting at the read-through, the table read. For people who don't know is, um, the, the first thing we do before we shoot any episode is we all kind of get together, the core cast and then like any of the guest starring people, and we sit with the writers and producers, and we just sit around this table, and you read the, the lines for the first time, and you all kind of you hear them out loud. Um, and it was really special to be back and just, uh, you know, as soon as I heard Mel kind of speaking like Winona, uh, it just felt great. I felt like I was at home again, uh, and it was really nice. Well, I have mm-hmm. to say your your chemistry with uh, uh, Shamir, um, who plays Dolls, is amazing. We just we just uh, witnessed the finale for the first mm-hmm. time ever, and uh, that little scene where we kind of see him turn into whatever he is—a werewolf or whatever the monster. Monster. Oh. Um, you guys, you're kind of like, oh, I I hope this is the right one. And <laughs> and just the little looks you guys give each other before you're about to fight, 
or you're going down behind the car and being impressed with one another, it's real, it's tangible. And your guys' fight scenes and your action scenes are just such a pleasure to watch because mm-hmm. you can tell that you guys really, um, I don't know, dig each other or like can like mess with each other and still have fun. And that comes yeah. through. Well, thanks. Because, yeah, that's how it felt. You know, so I'm really happy that that's how it, uh, it reads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have, we, have, we have a blast. I mean, I have a blast with everybody. Um, like I said, we're really, this show especially, to be a part of it, um, we have an amazing cast. We have exceptionally awesome producers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all the way, like Emily, Emily already, I'm like, I'm Fandress like all the way. Um, mm-hmm. She's so incredible. But then, like, from IDW to sci-fi, they've all been so great to us. Uh, we're really, really lucky. And then the fandom, uh, the Erpers, it's unbelievable. as special as a fandom can get. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, why do we not want to do this show for people who are really getting it, really appreciate it, and uh, are kind of like a part of, of what we're doing? I feel like we're all in it together. You know what I mean? Like, even, And the, it's crazy because when you hear producers say, how about these Erpers? They <laughs> uh, know because a lot of the time they like these. You know, sometimes you meet producers they only care about one thing. You know, and it's and uh-huh. it's, it's about making money and getting their investment back. And these producers are invested in this show with their hearts too, which is so great. And you don't always get that. You know what I mean? So I know I'm also fully aware of how special a thing I'm a part of. Um, so yeah, I don't ever want to take that for granted because it's just. It's too nice to work on something you really love doing. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, you have a lovely uh, kind of drawl, gravelly voice as Doc. How do you transition into that mode? Yeah, your accent I, is out of this world. Yeah, love it's it. It's great. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm from the South, and I, I'm always, I always rage against people who do fake accents. Mm. I'm like, that's terrible. That's not what it sounds like. It's not what it sounds like. And I get so angry. And you have this authentic... Savannah accent that you pull out of nowhere and I'm like he's Canadian where did he do how um, has been a part of me forever <laughs> uh, and especially that accent and what like I've wanted to be in westerns forever so it's like my main main dream it was to do cowboys westerns um, so it's I mean it, I know it sounds cliche and everything but I truly believe the Doc character was inside of me. Like, I was so ready to do it, and I can't do it now. I Like, if you ask me to do the voice now, I can't. <laughs> right, you're not dropped in. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on set, and I'm going to have to do it. And all of a sudden, as soon as they say action, it's just there. Oh. Uh, I, was watching, cool. I, I was watching you deliver some ridiculous line about, like, it was like, you can't keep a hound in the hound house or something like it was just like silly and you pulled it off with that accent and I was like yeah no he's right how why how do you how does anyone pull off like an old-timey western accent without it being cheesy it's mm-hmm. not I look forward to it every episode so kudos well thank you very much yeah <laughs> and apparently you can uh slay any compliment possible we love the episode where you're talking to Winona about where how pretty she would look in blue and we we're just like that's it. Any compliment he says is just like it's gold. Well, because Doc says very unusual things. Yeah, and he can kind of land it as an insult or as a compliment, de- <laughs> depending on his mood. And I was like, that was a weird thing to say about a car and a blue. And a- he's making it work, and I just don't. How? Anyway, 
it's a very interesting character that you play, and I'm glad yeah. that we get to have you on on t- the show to talk about it. Me too, and 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 uh, trust me, nothing's easy for this guy this year either. He's a he's just a mixed bag of I don't know. Yeah, he goes from nice to mean. Hey, man, it's it's what it is. Mm-hmm. How far? It's, it's Oh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I was going to say, how far in advance do you get scripts? Do you only know, like, episode to episode, or do you get to know more in advance? Um, you know, for this this season, uh, I don't think Emily knows exactly. Mm. I, I don't think all the scripts are done. I think the storyboard's done. I think she definitely, and they definitely have an idea of where everything's going to go. But I don't know if the words are on paper yet. Hmm. Um I, I mean, either way, um, I never like the advanced scripts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like to know stuff because unless it's something from the past. If it's something from mm-hmm. the past, then I, I think I'd want to know it before uh, reading it or, or try to portray it. But if not, why would I want to know something? And then, you know, just so I don't play something that shouldn't be played. Mm-hmm. That's I don't true. Know if that makes sense. Like if I find yeah. out mm-hmm. something that's going to happen to me later, I don't want to play it now. Because I should, my character wouldn't know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and plus, um, I'm such a fan of the show that I just I love getting the scripts, uh, and it's like it's like my fun little moment to be like read what happens, and then I'm always like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Because this season, the cool thing about season two is season one. The thing with Winona Herb is, I mean, it takes a minute. Like you, go, you if you invest in us. Uh, you know, the first you got to give it a couple of episodes mm-hmm. to get because Winona is such a big story and world, and then to get all the characters and everything. But now by season two, everybody already knows it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's already like off and running, and that's where Emily and and her team just started season two. It's just full steam ahead, mm-hmm. and there's like I mean, I can just see people going crazy uh i could just see erpers losing their mind in good ways in bad ways in all ways just minds being blown mm-hmm. uh, just, just the first two scripts so we'll see what happens all right yeah i i agree i've i've recruited people to watch the show and and i'm like just get to the pilot it's a lot of exposition there's mm-hmm. so much exposition because it's a huge world we have to understand we have to learn everything about these revenants and now we're past that and it's so enjoyable so that's what, even why i'm doubly excited for season two mm-hmm. because we don't need all that explanation yeah yeah well people need like needs to understand most pilots are like that they're kind of the hardest episode yeah. oh definitely you, you know mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean, there are rarely pilots that you're like, oh, great. Like, most of the time you're like, yeah. wait, what just happened? And then season or episode two, you're like, oh, okay, okay, I gotcha. And it was very much like that because it's a sci-fi show. And on top of that, you're dealing with different magical creatures within this That's a lot world. To, you had to explain it's a lot. so quickly. Yeah. But yeah. it was pulled off. And, I mean, we're, we're dealing with revenants, right? So it's yep. also something people don't even know what the heck that is try to explain that and mm-hmm. we were trying to explain it at the time that leo's movie came out and people thought the revenant was the revenants oh the wow it was all okay <laughs> oh that would be confusing and then uh congratulations on your comic book we um Bo sent us the comic book and we're super excited to check that out um yeah thank you uh the second part i believe is coming out you know what? I'm not going to say anything because I was so wrong <laughs> saying the first one was coming out. So I'm just going to shut up right there. 
That's yeah. all right. He'll tweet it out on Twitter, guys, when he has the release date for the yeah. next one. I tweeted out the first one on Twitter. So did Bo, and we were completely wrong. <laughs> right. Your fans so, understand. He'll they, lead you down a rabbit okay. trail on Twitter, guys. Look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm actually, I keep telling Mel every day how jealous I am of her because she's doing it right now. She's in the writing process with Bo. Mm. Uh, there, she's doing the next, the next two books uh, with Bo, and it's such a. I'm just so jealous. Oh, it's so exciting. I, 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 that was my life. You know, there's like you, you. It's, it, it's kind of like you said. You like listening to the way Doc talks. I love listening to Bo Smith talk. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. him talk all day long, and pretty much that's all we did. Um, so either whether it was FaceTime or on the phone. Uh, and we're also like, two peas in a pod, and creatively we're on the same page um, of what we really like, our likes, our interests, mm-hmm. and uh, history buffs, Western buffs. So I had such a blast uh, working with him and learning from him. Uh, it was an experience of a lifetime, and um, I'm a comic book fan my whole life. So mm. you know, I'm a, like a hoarder. I have comic book home books at home like <laughs> crazy. Um, so this was like really, really the dream. We had yeah. the honor of having Bo on our uh, on our podcast. Yeah, he was here, uh, and that was real great talking to him about it. And he was also extremely excited about the new comic book. Yeah, you're right. I can listen to him speak for hours as well. And I'm like, you're so kind, and you're so intelligent, and what is happening in your little brilliant brain? And <laughs> we just yeah. couldn't get enough of him. <laughs> so like I said, we're so blessed in all aspects of the people involved in the show: producers, writers, Bo, mm-hmm. comic book writers. You know what I mean? Like everybody's great. It's normally not that easy. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it really, everybody just kind of all meshes together and everybody really cares about this character. Everybody cares about one on Earth. Um, the people involved in it love one on Earth. It's kind of like their their, their heart project. It's, it's, it's their passion piece. I mean, what a great story for Bo. Bo created one on Earth and his book came out when, like, 80s, you know. Mm. So and he hasn't heard anything in 20 years, and then all of a sudden you get a call from IDW saying, "Hey, buddy, um, how'd you like to uh, redo your book, and we're gonna make it into a TV show?" Amazing. And then you know, and then he gets to be a part of casting and writing and bring back the character, mm-hmm. and it, it's a great story. Yeah. Is it surreal to see yourself um, in the comic book as well? I mean, like, you have the show, and then you've gotten this Western dream you've had forever, and then it's also in a comic book, and you being a comic book fan. Yeah. Well, see, say it. Just listen to what you're saying. It's craziness. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I remember uh, issue four came out of of When Owner of the Comic Book, and it was um, they did a, a a variant cover with my face on it, my actual face. The mm. first time I saw my drawing picture, my mind was blown. Then I saw my face, my real face on a comic book, my mind was blown. Um, I remember we were at Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, signing comic books. Um, That's with the your ultimate face on the comic book, looking mm-hmm. at people in line, dressed like your character. And it's so surreal. You're like, how? Where did this? How did this? How? Wah? And you're just like, these. You couldn't. I couldn't have dreamed this big. Mm-hmm. My dreams weren't that big. Um, but then, it, and then, nothing, 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 compared to seeing my name at the top of the comic book next to Bo Smith as a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, as a writer of a comic book was just an accomplishment that I just never thought possible. And, for me, that it almost trumps everything. It trumps see, seeing myself on TV for the first time. Mm-hmm. It, just, it was everything. It was like I couldn't have dreamed that big as a kid. 
I remember taking my bicycle every freaking second Wednesday from like <laughs> 12 years old to 19 years old to go get my comic books. I did the same thing all the time. That's, That's all amazing. I did. I read comic books, I played guitar. I read comic books, I played guitar. This oh. was huge. So are we going to get some Doc guitar action on Winona Herb? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> hey, man, I, I do whatever's on the paper. I'm easy. Whatever they write, I do. Heard that. But, you know, let it be on record that we would not mind seeing mm-hmm. more gun skills or guitar skills in, in, in oh. Doc's future mm-hmm. at all. You know, Dominique Provost-Chaclet is one heck of a singer. Maybe we should do a duet, a duet, the Doc and Waves Could duet. be a musical episode. I'd love it. I'd love it. Or even just annoying Winona with their songs. Yes, I'd watch that, go. too. <laughs> I feel that's like for that, some reason Winona would not sing. That one just wrote itself. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Take it. Take it and run with it. We'll watch it. <laughs> now, are there any... Um, happy accidents that ever happened while filming like something didn't go as planned but then it worked out to the benefit of everybody um yeah I feel like that's how everything gets made <laughs> uh, uh yeah because we're always kind of on a time const- like you're trying to get everything done it's like I find every all like the real magic happens towards the end of the day because in the first scene of the day everybody kind of takes their time mm. and you kind of all these shots to get the same scene. But then in the end of the day you're running and scrounging and trying to get everything in. Mm. Uh, I can't think of like one specific instance, but because like, it was just I feel like so many things happened. You know what I mean? Like I would drop something in a scene or someone would drink something or something would come off and it wasn't supposed to and it all just makes the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it feels like the show clicks in a way mm-hmm. um, that is kind of scrappy and it kind of yeah. works and I like it. Yeah. Oh, me too. It's a nice ragtag group of people and like <laughs> just... Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, listen, we don't have the budget of a lot of the other shows. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? So what we try to do with the lack of budget is just have a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, how, that's how I feel this is like, that's what I love about this show. This show is Winona in a lot of ways. It's the little underdog that isn't, you know, always perfect. It's kind of vulnerable, but it's also super sexy and kind of cool. And you really, really like it. It's like, that's how I feel about Winona. Mm-hmm. She's not perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. She's, she's vulnerable. She's messed up. But in so many ways, she's the hero, you know? Um, yeah. She's almost an anti-hero, and especially in season one, which I love, which caused me to call her Batman and you Catwoman. Oh, I was Catwoman. <laughs> You're yeah. Catwoman. Because we well, didn't know in season one if you, would, <laughs> if you would mess everything up or if you would save her. If you were helpful yeah. or, you know, going to be part of the problem. Which I enjoy. Yes. Yeah. We enjoy and guessing. You know what? I, I hope that I get to ride that line for for many seasons. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would like my character to jump either way, too good or too bad. I know there'd be some fans who would disagree, but um, I like characters like that that kind of live in the in the in the in the gray. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, it was interesting to see Willow go from hero to villain yeah. so quickly this season, yeah. and then we see <laughs> we see Doc come back and and have to be forced back into helping. Because he never misses. Yeah, because he never (laughs) misses. That's right. (laughs) Well, and imagine if Willa does come back and we got more of Willa's past. I wonder how people would feel about Willa. 
I'm mm-hmm. not saying that's a thing. I'm just yeah. Well, I mean, she'd have to be. I mean, I would, be I would always be okay with. Yeah, I would be really into seeing Willa's backstory and seeing what happened in the treehouse when yeah. she was a bit younger. Yeah. I would be totally open to that. Yeah. See, this is just a testament to how good all the characters are. Mm-hmm. You know? Like all the characters have a lot of depth. Like Bobo. Mm-hmm. Like, you just you just don't hate him. You know, he wasn't like the evil guy that you just hate. Like. Um, Bobo, uh, Michael Eklund once, we were doing like a group table interview thing together and he said something once uh, about, someone said, what's it like to play the bad guy? And he said, Bobo doesn't think he's bad. You know? What Mm -hmm. Bobo, the character, thinks he's doing is good. Bobo has his own reasons. Yeah. Uh, And I think if we found out more about why he would do stuff, you know, like someone did something bad to that poor guy at some point to make Mm -hmm. him like that. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So... I think all the characters have so much depth, and it's never so simple. I don't think anybody's so good or bad. Because yeah. even Winona, you know, she's pretty selfish throughout most of season one. Mm-hmm. She's got her own agenda, and um, I think the only unselfish character is maybe the Waverly character. Yeah, Waverly. Yeah, she's you definitely know? helping everyone else, not necessarily Everybody, herself. you know? Every other character's got their own agenda, you know? Um, and... And I mean, and and Doc is like that's I think how Doc and Waverly kind of got along is because they're both kind of misfits and they don't really have a purpose exactly. Do- mm. Doc has purpose is, is to kill the witch, and then after that, what's he got? Mm-hmm. The only thing he thought about for 135 years was to get revenge, and then Winona kind of took it away from him. He didn't even get his own revenge; she did it. Yeah, it's true. Uh, something funny in the last episode, I was looking over our notes and. Uh, I absolutely loved when you did your exposition to Officer Hot of explaining everything that's going down in, like, one breath. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was great. Getting her uh, caught up to speed. Purgatory is overrun by Demon Revenant, a.k.a. Water Sentence. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. And Dolls, well, he's, he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, that makes sense. And we were like, oh, wow. Wow. That yes. was... He just broke it down. Where is the gif of that? It was very... <laughs> one of those... You always want the other characters to be filled in, and then it's like, thank you for just saying it bluntly, because that's how he is. It felt time for Officer yeah. Hot to be yes. brought, brought into the fold. I mean, they, I mean, she was dragged she along in the dark for a good long time. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I um, like that Officer yeah, Hot. That, that I hope was she's one of those scenes too. that was at the end of the day, too. I, mm. Literally, that was the last scene of the day, and it was me, Shamir, and Kat, and it was kind of like... I just had to do it super fast anyway because we had no time when we had to get out of that. You know what I mean? Like, we had to make uh-huh. our day. Uh-huh. So That's great. I, it was a good choice anyway because Doc's just going to get it out there. He doesn't, you know? He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. He's not big on those kind of secrets. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. keep things from her? Everybody's been keeping things from him. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. also one of the other gems in the finale, too, is when you have the pep talk with Winona, and then uh, pretty much that, like, she's doing good in Impossible Odds and that she's beginning to sound a lot like a hero. That was um, the dog named Plucky story, no? Yep. 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 With the sister. Mm-hmm. Do you know who I thought really killed it and hmm. stole, the, uh, stole almost the finale was uh, Greg Lawson, who played Nedley. When, um, oh, the speech uh, when- to the mob? Yeah, which yes. yeah, that speech with the with the mob. I remember watching it uh, during the live tweet because that was the first time I watched the episodes. Mm. Uh, was during those live tweets, um, and I remember thinking, "Oh my god, Natalie's killing it right now." 
yeah, I had I the same exact thought. I know, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we liked that scene too because it was one of those like that was quite the pep talk and like and yeah. also like where has he been? I suddenly missed his character. I yeah. suddenly wanted to see more of him. I he suddenly cared about his daughter. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Greg, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. He's a super nice guy. So I love that he had this nice, this nice part. And it just again, like I don't want to blow smoke, but Emily. She's so good. She, all the see how every character kind of got, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're cared for. Each character's cared for. Each yeah. character had something at the end, where it kind of like you know. That's a wonderful way to put it. Even Champ had something at the end. You know, yeah. he got to come back and be rude and drunky, and we were like, oh yeah, Champ. <laughs> I mean, you gotta love Champ. You hate him. <laughs> Oh, we hate him, for sure. He actually saw his line, like the gluten line. (laughs) I mean, he was funny. Yeah, he's Um, he's really funny. Yeah, I mean, listen, we all want way hot um, over champ. I thought he was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. One of your other uh, golden gem lines in the episode, too, is uh, you don't go to war with a borrowed gun. Mm Mm-hmm. That was great with that shootout. So how did that uh, experience go down? How did that feel of, like, getting ready to... It's kind of you get the okay corral shootout all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I'm dying to do uh, more flashback stuff, and I would love to do a different version of the okay corral and have, mm. like, Bobo there or, or somebody else there. You know what I mean? Like, make our own version. Uh, Bo and I had talked about it mm-hmm. when we first started talking about uh, writing the book together, and one of the stories, ideas that I had was that. Let's do like one version of the OK Corral, have Revenants and all kind of a posse come in. Um, I would love to see something like that happen. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you can give Bo a call and be like, hey, next episode, next issue. <laughs> no, I don't think that's how writing works. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I got an idea. Let's move forward. Uh, in, in 113, when Shamir and I uh, walked in the uh, shorties to clear out the Revenants. Yeah. That was a super fun day. Because we just, we had no time. Again, it was like at the end of the day, we had two takes. And we just they just loaded us up with ammunition. And they said, just keep shooting until you, until your guys are out and empty. And that was it. And we just walked <laughs> in and it was pretty fun. True. I mean, it felt fun. TV is sh- yeah, it felt super fun. Uh, shooting people. But there was nobody in that room when it was the two of us. Yeah. It was just me yeah. and pretending to shoot at stuff. Now, apparently, you seem to get all your gems end of the day, so you just need to somehow always have it be the end of the day. Uh, you, know what I, you know what I mean? I think that it is that um, I screw up the least. I don't know. Like, I'm going at the end of the day today. So I think, or maybe I'm the fast actor. I don't know what it is. But they always bring me in right at the end. Perhaps it allows you less time to think, and therefore it just, just comes out the way that... Yes. Yeah. Just, uh, just react. Yeah, just yeah. react. Yeah. Because you did say Doc is inside you, so, you know, it's just uh, comes naturally, right? It's true. Well, it's true. It's <laughs> cliche, but it's true. Now, you mentioned you uh, watched the episodes and live tweet. Now, um, what is that experience like watching the final product? Is that the first time you see the episodes is when they air on television? For me, it was. Well, first of all, I never had uh, uh, Twitter. I called it Twitter for so long. I don't want to I didn't have Twitter until six months ago, so it was kind of like I didn't I didn't know what it was. I didn't I didn't I wasn't part of that universe, mm. and then I didn't know what live tweeting was, uh, and so yeah, so I actually 
I looked so much forward to it every Friday. It became so fun interacting with people um, that I didn't want to watch the episodes. I had gotten them a little before. Mm. Um, they, mm-hmm. they sent it to us like a week before. We get the same ones that Press gets. Okay. Uh, Those are the ones that we watch as well. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of get a couple days, I think, or a week before. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, But you only get it a little bit before. But I would wait just because I wanted it to be um, real and organic as I was going along. Because uh, I really honestly believe that if I wasn't even part of this show, I would be a fan of the show. Mm. Um, So I loved all the moments that I loved kind of, of being caught up in it. And it was just, I looked so much forward to Fridays. It was crazy. So yeah, that was the first time that I'd watch them. And then I would normally wake up Saturday and watch them again because when you're live tweeting, there's so much going on um, that it, sometimes you miss a lot of the show, you know? Agreed. Well, there's so much in these episodes, and we've often talked about that they deserve a rewatch because there is so much depth and things going on that you could miss something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this show is one of, That's why it, it's got a lot of rewatchability. Mm-hmm. We've, yeah, there's all kinds of little beats and stuff in there that you could miss that are great. Oh, totally. I, yeah. I rewatched the pilot with a friend, and I didn't realize the ringtone that went off when Winona got knocked over was "Happy Birthday to You, Happy <laughs> Birthday." And like that's, it seems so simple, mm-hmm. and it probably was obvious, but I didn't catch it. And I was like, "Oh, it was she was turning 27, and she was becoming the heir." And I didn't, I knew something was happening, but I didn't mm. know the significance of what. And it's so fun to go back and rewatch these episodes. Mm-hmm. All these little nuggets are in there, and that's just a that's just a props to the writing department on that, for sure. Yeah, like I said, they're too good. They're too good. And it just shows also how into it the fans are as well, because when we were doing this after show, even though the show has already aired, the fans were re-watching so they could be caught up to when we talked about the episode, and they were so looking forward to re-watching an episode, because they're like, oh my gosh, we're going to talk about it again this week. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the fan... The fans of this show, the Erpers, um, they've been like like another castmate. They've been part. I said it at Comic Con when we were up doing the panel. Mm-hmm. I said there should have been another chair for the fans because they're the reason we got a second season. They're the reason that the show was a success. They're the reason that the show is, is something so special, is because they're such a big part of it and, and, and getting it. And they get everything, they pick up everything. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, they're, they're the reason they're, we got to cover this on AfterBuzz. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they're, they're amazing. So yeah, I think. Listen, guys, I'm gonna get yelled at if I'm not downstairs in exactly two minutes to get picked up. Well, right. we so, don't want you yelled at. So thank you so much for talking with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. I got to run uh, abruptly, but oh I no, no sorry. We want you to down. film. Yeah, we so want you to go film. film. Go film. <laughs> Guys, stay warm. It's minus 30 up here. Woo-wee. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be able to talk to you for season two. I, whenever you want. <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks for joining us, Tim. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. 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 That was so wonderful. I'm awesome. glad we were able to do that, put that yeah. together. Thank you guys for sitting through the, mm-hmm. the sound interruption. Hopefully yes. it didn't, you know... Uh, take away anything from the experience of being able to surprise you with Tim on the show because we were hoping for that but we didn't know if it was for sure yeah and he did mention ahead of time in his defense as well that the connection was a little spotty so thank you so much for dealing with you know some audio issues but we could still hear him and if you um, are listening to this you should watch on YouTube because you get to see him and his glorious mustache and I I I was looking over it's almost like three inches long it was quite a mustache it's like (laughs) how how well he had a tweet thing about it and people are like wait is it real or not and he's like no it is definitely real dang Um, 
But, uh, yeah, if you guys are watching this uh, or listening to this later, uh, feel free to check it out. And he, uh, I loved all your comments about the mustache. And um, I hope you guys didn't mind that this episode was a bit more of a uh, interview, but it's been great because we haven't had a chance to talk with any of the cast. But for season two, that's what we'll definitely be going for. Um, any other thoughts? Okay, wait. Let's Should go. we do rapid-fire thoughts on the episodes before we wrap up? Uh, may- not rapid-fire th- thoughts, but maybe the big holy mackerel things that will be for season two let's start with that Waverly is not an herb yes Amber got up she's like what I fully got up and like wanted to flip the table I was like what but then she also has also with Waverly she touched that like goo puddle of the tentacle monster from the other realm and had the darkness come over her and like what does that mean and I hope like, whatever it is, they can cure it and fix it because I don't want her to be evil. Well, it was interesting that, that Waverly is now going to be a pawn for darkness, right? Because that's uh, yeah. that's that's where we're at. That's what's happening. And yep. um, and because she's not a NERP, she is susceptible mm-hmm. to its powers. I think if she was Winona, it either wouldn't affect her at all or it would certainly affect her less. Yes, I would think um, it wouldn't affect her the same way. But it was interesting, totally random, but connected. Do you notice that um, Willow was drinking the champagne and it didn't affect her at all? She didn't go rabid, and she was drinking the champagne. Or at least she held a glass. I noticed that, and I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't see her drink it a lot. I thought I saw her take, like, a sip, and she was like, drink some. Like, she was trying, I think she was trying to be like, drink it. I think she was trying to be like, you guys drink. Okay, maybe. Because I remember her pressuring her sister, and I remember her being like, oh, well, there's there's poison in the glass. Yeah. Um, We also have the Bobo has had a mercy kill by Winona, which I actually thought was really sweet. Though... (sighs) Real quick, Willa and Bobo, you were like, nope. No, I was not having Willa and Bobo. I was not having it as a romance. I was not having it as a relationship. Mm -hmm. I thought that Willa had Stockholm Syndrome. Or I I hope that, like, Willa was in control of the situation, was trying to manipulate him to kill Mm -hmm. him for, like, a a few minutes. And then I was like, no, she's really Mm -hmm. just, like, brainwashed. But listen, like, you know, she's... Wynona said Willa's a double agent. I was like, well, I mean... She's a psycho. I, I she, know Willa she, has gone to the dark side, but I thought from episode 12 that Willa and Bobo were a thing. So I was like, I don't know why, but, you know, that's Stockholm Syndrome and how all much that. can How much in control can you be when yes. you've been brainwashed and kidnapped? Like, yep. none. Yep. So, no. Uh, we have Way Hot, and we also had Tim promote Way Hot, which was awesome. That yes. was super funny. And Winona finally finds out yes. about Way Hot. And it was just like you said. She's like, I think she's going to be the last one to figure out. And she was. She was. <laughs> was like wait you guys are a thing yeah kind of well sort of and then when she gets shot it's like okay i'm so sorry and she when uh willa i mean waverly goes i love her and you're like oh she said the l word the other l word uh and then we have i don't think waverly i don't think willa sorry all the w's i don't think willa can come back i do think she's dead um, though it would be really interesting to get any more backstory on what happened while she was gone because Bobo's dead and so is Willa. So I'd be open to flashbacks for Willa. Somebody might explain it. Um, the old one. Yeah, they called it the old one, which was the... Um, I was like, WTF is the old one. So that's that monster thing over 
that crossed the line. I definitely of. have more questions for the evil blonde agent lady who we are both yes. are so underwhelmed by and don't the care Black about. Badge. But apparently she keeps coming back and I'm just so over her. Yep. Um, I, but I have questions about why she exists. Yep. And I also have questions about Giancarlo. But I guess we'll get yes. answers to that in season two. So I'm going to hold off on that until season yeah, two, I, I think. I feel we're going to get more on JC, which he's like, wrong name, right initials. Yeah. That was funny. That was cute. Uh, dolls, we find out more how monster-like he is, but no real details. So I really hope there's more. And I loved him becoming oh, a monster. Oh, so good. It was like, I want him to use that more. It's like, here, let me go aggro mode and take care of this problem. I liked him like, going all Hulk. I was like, Yay. yes. I was super happy about it. Well, yes, yes, um, yes. any other final thoughts? Um... I mean, I, not not enough to cover in a few seconds. So, yeah. um, <laughs> tweet at us, guys. Yeah, and comments down below. So, if you're not watching this live, feel free to leave comments down below about the finale, about the show, and thank you so much for watching this. Uh, even though the show's already been out, we're huge fans now as well. Yeah. Thanks to you guys continuing the discussion, and thank you for making us feel part of the Erper family. And we're super excited to be doing season two whenever that is out. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Any other? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's an excellent show, and I, I will probably be the showing show, that to other people. The show is, is really fun, but the show is excellent because we got to experience it with, with the Erpers online. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, Twitter, for connecting people as well. Uh, any other... Well, how can people find you to continue the Winona Earp discussion? Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Amber Plaster. And I also have a YouTube show where I learn video games. So you guys can follow me on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Amber Plaster 22. Nice. <laughs> and uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And uh, once we've read these, we will be tweeting and talking about the comic books, which we're super excited to read. Most and um, yeah, you guys go check out those comic books. They're available uh, wherever comic books are sold because we would love to promote them and continue more of those. And they're filming season two. How exciting is that? And Your again, homework is to re- recruit <sighs> one more Erper. Everyone yes. in this, everyone listening to this <laughs> podcast has to recruit go one more fan. That's your homework. Yes. And. our engineer was like I'll watch and uh, thank you so much to Tim for speaking with us it was an absolute pleasure Uh, it was fine even though we had some spotty connection issues it was a pleasure to talk about the show and hearing about you know how much all the characters and actors really are a family and get along and have fun together which is what we want to hear about and we'll be in the comments on YouTube and yes. we'll, we'll notate when the sound gets better and worse so you guys can skip through some really bad at the sound oh, I, don't, I wouldn't want to skip through anything that well some of it blows out the headphones so oh make, yeah you might want to be ready with your volume yeah I'll, anyway. put, I'll put a note down there Thank you so much again for watching. Give the video a thumbs up, five stars on iTunes, and feel free to absolutely share this, let other people know about this after show, and let them know to get ready for season two. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to AfterBuzz so that you'll be up to date when there'll be season two and other amazing shows that we cover that we probably will be tweeting a whole lot about it. Again, thank you so much, and uh, we will see you for season two. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 